Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pixel Pals. My name is Zach and I'm joined by my good friend, Xana Dude. And today we have a wonderful episode with a wonderful guest. His name is Jodo Johnny and he is a YouTuber. Jodo Johnny, do you want to say hi to everyone? Hello, everybody. Jodo Johnny without the H in the Johnny, but definitely in the Jodo. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. How you doing today, man? Ah, I'm well. Um, I took a nap. Shouldn't have done that. Don't ever do it. <laughs> yeah, we are anti-naps here at Pixel Pals. How's your weekend, everyone? Do anything uh, fun? Xana, dude, you start that. <laughs> uh, I had a wedding to go to and it was very fine, but there was an open bar, so I may have indulged a little bit too much. Um, uh. <laughs> so I'm not feeling great today, but I'm happy to be here. Love that. Hi. <laughs> was sick all weekend so i just played tiny tina's all weekend and it was a good time i was neither sick nor did i go partying i was invited to stuff but i kind of just stayed out of the way <laughs> i did work some so there's that oh yeah <laughs> she a little working boy huh Love a it. little yeah just a working class person here <laughs> love that I think we're just going to jump right in. So as I mentioned earlier, Jodo Johnny is a YouTuber. And if you guys couldn't guess it, I'm going to assume his favorite franchise is Pokemon. <laughs> it's actually funny enough, not my favorite. However, oh, really? it is the main, the main topic on my channel. Yes. Uh, but I cover all sorts of Nintendo IPs. And sometimes I'll cover non-Nintendo IPs because I do branch out myself. In real life, I love a lot of indie games and a lot of um, just like gems. You know, like if you guys mm -hmm. have ever heard of Near Automata, that's actually my favorite oh, game yes. of all time. Really? Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So indie games, I assume you've played Hades then, yes? I actually haven't. No, oh. not yet anyway. It's Dude. a yet there. It's a, good, it's a good one. Do yourself a favor and play that game. <laughs> Absolutely. Ever since I heard that there's a hub for it. I actually, oh, so it sparked good. my interest a little more. <laughs> it's a very good one. So let me ask you this. What is your favorite Pokemon region? Is it the Johto region or is, is it just Johto Johnny? Cause that just rolls off the tongue. Well, <laughs> so it does roll off the tongue really well, but actually it is a very honest name. Johto is my favorite region by far. Nice. I, wide, respect, yes. I respect the hell out of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I respect any region really. Um, I think mine is, and why can't I think of it? Um, Freaking Sapphire. Not a real fan. Ruby. I know, not a real not fan, a real I guess. Hoenn. Hoenn, <laughs> thank you. Oh my God. Wow. That's I, I didn't know it. I, so I, nice. I play cut all that. The games, but I, my lore is that. very. Don't yeah. cut that. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's staying in there. <laughs> no, I know. Um, I do I do love Hoenn. I like the, the, like the beachy vibes. Um, I think Hoenn might be my favorite. Also, I don't know why I like Galar so much, but I do like Galar a lot. I'm with but you. I, I think Hoenn is the best region, though. Like, just by. Yeah. 
by uh, standards of how the region is set up, I think it's the best. Yeah. Right, how, how so the one? for the listener that wouldn't know, is Galar, Galar the sword and shield? Yes. yes. Okay, yeah. Because yep. I, I definitely knew that. I was just worried about the people at home. Yes, you know? definitely but, knew that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. What yeah. Do I do you, love Galar. Yeah. Miss I, potential <laughs> aside. What do you think is like the most, uh, I don't know, what is the thing that you're most excited about with like uh, Scarlet and Violet coming up? Do you think that they're going to introduce like aspects of Legends of Arceus or do you think that's going to be one off and it's going to kind of be more like the core gameplay? I I don't know. So we do know the battles are taking place on the field right then and there, just like in Legends. I just don't know how seamless it's going to be by comparison when it comes to transitioning into battles and if you can catch in the overworld. I'm hoping, obviously, that we can do all that. I want everything from Legends Arceus plus more. That would be idyllic. And I think most people want that. But knowing them, they're probably going to remove quite a bit. There probably won't be any action to it. The Pokemon probably can't attack you and Scarlet and Violet. And you probably cannot catch them in the overworld. But Ooh. hoping that that's not the case. My favorite part was just whipping those balls all uh, around. Dude, like, sniping <laughs> Pokemon. I, yeah. I will say, I can see a big fan backlash if they don't have the catching mechanic. For me personally, I'm like you know you're gonna play it either oh well, i'm gonna play it either way i'm i'm you know hit or miss on the pokemon actually attacking me when i'm running around in the overworld i feel like if it's in the new one i'll be fine with it and if it's not in the new one i'll also like i i don't really care that wasn't an aspect of arceus that i really cared for i guess is the way to put it Hmm. i'm just glad we got it at all because well yeah i mean it was arceus is like a triumph for pokemon games in and of itself yeah yeah and we all it's... know how calm and level-headed all the fans are they won't have any complaints <laughs> at all uh, they, they've never complained about one of the games ever before. especially when it comes to pokemon design too oh they love every single pokemon design to ever <laughs> be like put out there ever I'm really lucky when it came to Legends being a game because before it came out, I was playing the Sword and Shield DLC and there is an area that has a bunch of like kind of archaic Pokemon like dinosaurs and stuff in the Crown Tundra. And there was, uh, I think his name is Tyrantrum, that really big dinosaur. And I remember playing it thinking like, man, wouldn't it be cool if that Tyrantrum would actually attack me and I had to hide around the corner in the grass they'll never make a pokemon game like that and literally a few months later legends arceus got revealed and (laughs) and then a few months later after that they showed that the pokemon can attack you i was so happy yeah what a what a time but like that's kind of sad too though where you're like ah they'll never make a game like that though (laughs) how how sad is it vita like as a pokemon fan Sometimes I am kind of sad about my standards for the games. You know what I mean? Where I'm kind of, I'll just take whatever I get and get. Yeah. On the bright side, I can never say that again because they yeah. literally did it. Well, they proved so. you wrong. Yeah, exactly. They, they proved they a lot heard, of people They wrong. heard it and they were like, you know what? We're going to spite this guy. <laughs> so speaking of Pokemon designs, I have two Pokemon design questions. Number one, what is your favorite all-time starter? Ooh, um, Oshawott. Definitely from Gen 5. And yes. it is in Pokemon Legends. So I got really lucky a, with that. That's as well. a valid pick. Yeah. Um, oh, I fell God. in love with Oshawa because of Poke Park 2. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> played that spinoff. Such it. a fun spinoff, though. Probably the best one, in my opinion. I think mine is probably either Mudkip. I really did like Score Bunny a lot. Score Bunny was really awesome. I'm a big, yeah. I know. Valid. I know. Valid. I, I, Xanadu's I'm not, giving me I'm the... not judging. I just gave you a look. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, nobody can beat the OG Charizard. Yeah. No one. They're all um, good. 
but yeah, I, I am usually really partial to fire types, but Mudkip for whatever reason really just did something for me. Mudkip well, was I, my favorite. For I, that was gonna pick, I was going to pick Mudkip too, but now I can't. Sure you can. Uh, I don't, don't want to share Mudkip with you. That's a personal thing. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to go with Torchic. I like, I like. Blazer. Oh, <laughs> so I Torchic is valid only because Blaziken is so cool, but Torchic and Combuskin are really weird yeah, looking. Everyone has their awkward teenage phase. That you know? that is that is true. That, Some of them do it true. right. Some of them have good ones, like Croconaw is really cool, and yeah. so oh, is Quilava. Quilava cool. is also Gen really cool. Gen two's got on, some bangers. Oh yeah, and Bayleaf. Yeah, Bayleaf wasn't goth at all. Wasn't, no, it Bayleaf didn't go through goth. the emo phase. Nothing. <laughs> ba- Bayleaf was that one kid who just really stayed positive throughout middle school and high school. <laughs> I, I don't know how they did it, but they they managed. The valedictorian. Now, what's your favorite all time Pokemon? This is the second part of the question. Your favorite all time Pokemon. So I have so many that fit that bill. You can pick but if one. I had to pick one. You can one, pick one. You're bringing it to the wedding. You can pick yes. one. <laughs> if I had to pick one, which funny enough, I'm usually partial to water Pokemon, but Togepi is probably my favorite of all time. <gasps> Dude, that's so funny because Togekiss is my absolute all-time favorite Pokemon. Ah, I love Togekiss. Cubone. Okay. Oh, Cubone's oh. another really good one. Oh. What's everybody's oh, favorite one. spinoff game? I think you said Poke Part 2. Zach, was mine, yes. Yeah. Yes. Zach, mm-hmm. what what is your favorite spin-off non-main franchise? Oh, I know. Um I really I love Pokemon Go. I still play Pokemon Go to this day. I'm so glad that it's starting to get nice out. I can go on walks, play Pokemon <laughs> Go. I respect that. I played a lot of them. Valid. Yeah. Mine is a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. That was gonna be my second pick. Yes. Those, games. Oh. I, they, Those are the they, top three. Yeah, if they <laughs> if, right. if they remake them, oh, I'd be one happy little lad. Yeah, Pokemon they remade the first really one. Oh, they're I don't know they if did? you saw. Yeah, they remade the first mystery dungeon on the Switch. It's not the greatest of remakes, nor yeah. is it the greatest mystery dungeon they could have remade, but it it is it it, it was faithful to the original for the Good. most part. Well, I'm gonna and be the right art back. Style I gotta cool. go download it. I, was I, say, I did not know that was an option. I didn't yeah. know I could get on the switch. Is it better than the Ocarina and Majora like port remakes? Um, it depends on what you're looking for. Are you talking about the 3DS remakes? No, or? no. Well, so they put Ocarina and Majora on the Nintendo Switch online, like N64 ah. emulator, and it was terrible. Yeah. So this is a complete remake. Oh, gotcha. Of Mystery okay, okay. Dungeon One. Like it's in HD. It has a new art style. Oh. It's in 3D. Yeah, it's completely new and That's fresh. Right. So I guess in that regard, it is better. However, you just can't beat <laughs> Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, except for the fact that Ocarina of Time is a little slow. There's some lag on the game for some reason when you play it on the emulator. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, but Majora's Mask does not have that lag, which is oh, interesting awesome. to me. Yeah, so See, if you love Majora's Mask, you're lucky. We never did that. We only tried Ocarina and we're like, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the lag was really bad in it for some reason. But Majora's wow. Mask doesn't have that issue on, on Switch. That's good. That's good. So you are a YouTuber. Yeah, I am a YouTuber. (laughs) I did. I have a couple of questions that I wanted to ask you about that. And you know how you go about making videos and all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. my first question is, is it hard to balance videos that you want to make versus videos that you know your fans want? Does that make sense? Yes, that's kind of one of the hardest things that I'm going through right now, mm-hmm. especially with uh, news being so dry for Pokemon in particular, which is what most people are looking forward to on my channel. So I think what the bread and butter is on my channel that most people want is analysis on new Pokemon games that are coming out because mm-hmm. I find a lot of hidden details that, I mean, as far as everyone says, and as far as I can find online, I find more details than a lot of other 
PokaTubers for it. And yep. so it brings more discussion to the table. So that's what people look forward to most, I want to say, on my channel. However, I love to do on top, I love doing analysis videos, don't get me wrong, but I also really love to do like fun videos that show like my gameplay from the game and also mm -hmm. fun videos that are like countdowns for top tens. And uh, I like to branch out into other franchises like Zelda and Bayonetta yep. and, and Nier Automata I want to eventually branch out into and, you know, a bunch of others, even Kirby. I wanted to cover the new Kirby game, but never got around to it because I needed to cover Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. This is yeah. true. So, um, you know, things like that. There is a hard balance. I also used to make a Smash Brothers series where I, I literally made a, a TV show with the characters and I had a, a group of like, I still have them technically, but like mm -hmm. I have a group of like 30 plus people who are on board with me that voice the characters and send me their voice lines and I make episodes with it. But I haven't done that in about a year now. That's because, super fun though. I love that. Yeah, it was so fun. It's really time consuming though. So yeah. that's the oh, sure. reason I it's been on hiatus for like a year because it's a lot of effort to put it together and then it's not near the viewership as my Pokemon content or my analysis content in particular. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask, I mean, how hard is it to do Pokemon content 24-7? Because, I mean, we only get maybe a game a year. This year, we're really lucky we're getting two. Um, so it's actually not bad. It's actually really good because... What other franchise can you say gets a game a year? Yeah. So, That's also true. Uh, yeah, I can name three, and most of the games aren't good. <laughs> exactly. Like I think Assassin's Creed used to do that, and yep, they Call changed of Duty to buy yearly. Yeah, yep, Call of Duty for a while. And Call of Duty. Yeah. So but yeah, I mean, other than that, that was about it. I really couldn't think of any others. If I had to exclusively cover Call of Duty content, though, I, I'd, 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 <laughs> I don't know anyone can. It's it's. It's I feel like, like by comparison, Pokemon at least has more switch up between games, whether that's for the good or for the bad. So right. it does give more to analyze than say Call of Duty or even, okay, maybe not Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed would probably be about the same because you have to like analyze story and things like that yeah. for Assassin's Creed, I think. Yeah. Um, At least the yeah. Pokemon games are good. I feel like Assassin's Creed has really taken a different quality as of late. <laughs> I don't know. And that's, I heard it's on the come up. I heard uh, it's coming back up again. Okay. I mean, we will see. We, we'll see. I don't know. I, as someone, I'm, I'm a stand for the old school Assassin's Creed games and I think they've just really lost their focus on mm. what they want the story to be yeah so that's we'll see true. i mean i don't know i ever since origins i've been in the camp where they should just ditch the assassin's creed title and just name it origins or odyssey or valhalla and just have it be an open world set in egypt and now an open world set in ancient greece kind of thing but ah yeah that's, that's my that's, that's my hot take for the day but you know it sells better for them to have the title well and that's so what that's i'm saying and then it. they and then they do a really like half-assed story where it like kind of ties in and it's i don't know I don't know. I want, I think also what I want is too far of a scope for what they can do at this point. Yeah. I totally get your frustrations. Yeah. I, I got a question lined up. I want to know what your opinion was on the brilliant dining, brilliant diamond shining pearl remakes, because like, I don't know, I'm not super in touch with like the Pokemon community, but it seemed like it got like pretty mixed reactions. Like some people are like, this was great. Like they didn't change too much. And then some people are like, okay, well it's too this, you know what I mean? I could just go play diamond and pearl. So I want to know what you thought about the game. I'm surprised you got uh, mixed signals. I think it's pretty unanimous from what I've seen from both a critical standpoint and from a, 
uh, user standpoint that those were some of the worst Pokemon games ever made. Really? I don't think they're I don't think they're the absolute worst by yeah. any means. I think Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee was the absolute oh, worst. Oh yeah, personally. those are not good. Those are not good. I, I didn't play them, so I can't speak to them. I, I remember Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee was I think the first time I had such huge buyer's remorse for a video game because I spent $60 on it. Yep. And then <laughs> I remember playing through the game and thinking it felt really cheap and then I got to this one segment on the boat where it like fades to a black screen and says like oh no no you get up to the captain and the captain is apparently really sick and they've been hyping this moment up for the entire run through the ship and you get to him and he's just turned facing the wall and you go up to him it fades to black and then it says tap tap you patted him on the back and then it, it comes back from fading to black and he's turned facing, it turns to face you without moving his limbs, rotating on an axis. And it's like, <laughs> thank you. I really needed that. Here's an HM. And then he gives you cut. So after I did that, I stopped playing the game because I was so mad, but I got it digitally. So I couldn't even sell it after. Oh um, no. Huge buyer's remorse. So Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl by comparison, I think was not quite as bad as that, but it might be either the second or third worst to me because of the fact that it is a very glitchy remake of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. It's not a remake of Platinum, which is bad because I never got to play Platinum. And I always said, if I'm going to replay these games, I want to play one that has the Platinum elements because I never got to experience them, right? Yeah. And then a lot of people agree that Platinum's better anyway. And then they yeah. also used art design choices from Diamond and Pearl as opposed to Platinum, which were superior in Platinum. And then they just completely negated everything from Platinum story-wise and gameplay-wise. And then they didn't do that great of an update to graphics. I mean, it was a one-to-one -one comparison minus the fact that it's 3D, you know? So it, it felt very lazy. It's not a bad game. It's enjoyable if you really like the Pokemon formula. And if you've never played Diamond and Pearl, I think it would be more enjoyable to you. But there's a lot of dead spots in the pacing that they didn't fix because they were fixed in Platinum, but the original Diamond and Pearl had really bad pacing. So you have to experience that again in this. So it's like, why would you do a faithful remake if it's also for the worst? You may as well just do it as a faithful remake for the better, especially since they did add certain elements like character customization and they changed the mm -hmm. Pokemon contest. So when they say that they were making a faithful remake, it's not like they were even telling the full truth anyway. So <laughs> right. why, why keep the things that are for the worst as a faithful remake and then change things, change things for the worst <laughs> a lot also for a faithful, quote unquote, faithful remake. Mm. Makes I, def no sense I definitely had buyer's remorse on that. Like I didn't finish I'm glad it I didn't. In, in gen four. That's like one of my favorite generations. Like granted, I did have, I own platinum on my DS. I'm like, I could just go play that. And I'm pretty yeah. sure I have since I put that game down because I'm like, I, I, I'm not diehard enough where like I could pick out those differences, but like, it just didn't sit right with me, but I also don't want to be like, Hey, it's a bad game. Cause I know that the, I, in my little small, you know, people on Twitter, I've seen that people still enjoy the game. So now see, I think if they're going to do a remake, they have to do it. The link between worlds way where for all intents and purposes, link between worlds and link to the past, same game. If you really boil it down, but they did enough changes to that game to make it feel like it's worth actually playing the game. Are you, you talking I mean? about the, I just want to make sure you're not talking about links awakening. No, Instead no, no. Instead of okay, no, no. Because I'm talking a link between like, worlds is a sequel. I don't well, know yeah. Well, you you are you are correct, but I, okay. I kind of almost consider that as kind of a remake too, though, because I mean, I feel like it's mostly. I mean, the map was the same, right? The map was like the exact same. Yeah. All the items were the same, but also I do think Link's Awakening 
is far enough removed in time where people are like, oh, this is actually awesome. Whereas with Diamond and Pearl, they're not, I mean, they're not that old in terms yeah. of like, yeah, like, whereas Link's Awakening, the remake came out maybe what, 20 years after the original-ish? Yeah, so with the with Link's Don't Awakening. Don't quote me on that, on that number, but I feel like it was a big enough gap in time from the original to now, whereas Diamond and Pearl, far less. Yeah, with those that you just mentioned, um, you had the 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 previous game was actually made in a time that some people might not have even been born. And then the people yes. who, you know, and then they'll have, they have a remake or, or a sequel, whatever it is that we're talking about. And, and then it's a completely different demographic that gets to experience the game. So I think it's fine if there's nothing changed. However, Diamond and Pearl, we had that, what was it a decade ago? It wasn't. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like 10 years ago. Yeah. So those and of I, us who were small, we already played it. And then. And because that's what I'm saying, already. like, I never played Link's Awakening on the Game Boy because I was like probably three or maybe two when that game came out. So I could barely hold a cup, let alone a freaking Game Boy. But mm-hmm. and I feel like they made huge changes in terms of the graphics with Link's Awakening to warrant a remake, whereas I don't know if. Diamond and Pearl. Also, I really hated the whole, oh, the new big feature of the game is you could decorate Pokeballs with stickers. You could do that in the original. Yeah, that, that was the only really? Thing, yeah. yeah. Wow, <laughs> then I just I just hate that. I never I I have a confession. I've only played like half the Pokemon games. I never played Diamond and Pearl. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. I well, you know what? It's all it's the dumb same now. game. I well, yeah. it was was it as dumb then as it is now? I think it's fun in both personally, yeah, it's, it's, but it it's, depends on what you like. It's whimsical. The, I think right. the biggest like difference that I noticed was the underground and like that. I've heard um, a lot of people complain about that. I they tried to do something with it, and I'm like, people are not playing this. But there's a reason why the underground has not been in like Pokemon any other Pokemon since, game, yeah. right? Yeah, people oh, just I like did... the multiplayer aspect before. You could play like tag and capture the flag, but now you can't even do that. And they actually did a really bad job with the underground, in my opinion. It's kind of clunky. I didn't very know clunky. To, I didn't know how to do anything down there. And I was like, I'm not looking it up. Like, I'm not looking this up on the internet right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't have any explanations for a lot of the stuff. Yeah, They're just like, figure it out. You like Pokemon. You're probably used to Googling things. Especially <laughs> if they're supposed to be giving this game to the demographic that was born after Diamond and Pearl was made. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> they, they probably don't have a phone yet or, or to, a way to surf the internet. To reiterate this point, who was this game for? Who was buying it? Like, I bought it, but I bought the first one. So I, right. I agree with both of you in saying like, I don't know why they did it. Someone bought it for me. I wasn't going to buy it. I had a, uh, <laughs> a, I think it was one of my Patreon members sent me some money to get it because they wanted me to play it. I love on that. stream. Yeah. Now, as a new Johto Johnny fan, I've been watching your breakdown of Breath of the Wild versus Pokemon Legends Arceus. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've actually, I've been loving it. Most points I agree with. Yeah. Um, I, I've al- seen almost every point. I think the one thing, for me was graphics. I do think Breath of the Wild, I'm, I'm impartial. Breath of the Wild is probably my favoritist or second favoritist game of all time. Like I adore that game. I do think the graphics were, were, were better than. than I gave that point to Breath of the Wild. I did say that did Breath you? of the Wild won it. Yep. Mm-hmm. You did, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Breath of the Wild won <laughs> graphics hands down. Yeah. It would be a hard <laughs> argument to make that the RC's <laughs> graphics were better. Like you know I what? couldn't imagine like he, someone standing. So you that. agree with all my points is what you're saying. Yeah. Or, <laughs> no, because I know there was one point that I didn't agree on, but now I can't remember what it is. I'll have to maybe go back it was the it, art watch direction. Maybe that was kind maybe. of close. Yes, maybe, maybe that's what it was. But almost every other point, like you being like, hey, 
if it sucks to traverse Breath of the Wild, I'm like, yep. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It's a ghost land, basically, like in a large, large parts of it. Yeah, but but even just the way that Arceus makes it so easy. They're like, want to ride a horse? Play your flute. Want to ride a bird? Play your flute while you're on the horse. It's just, yeah. it, just it, it makes it super easy to, and I don't understand why more games don't make traversing the world easy. I'm shocked that Game Freak of all people was the one who kind of pushed that envelope with, I know. with their game to make it so seamless and so enjoyable. I'm just so used to Pokemon games being like, you know what? We don't care. You're going to have to walk all the way back because you don't have yeah. fly yet. Like they, you normally, get a bike like yeah, two thirds a... of the way through. But at that point, what's like, I've been walking everywhere, whatever. Yeah, but then yeah. whenever I'm on the bike, like I'm like looking at my phone or something. I'm like going, you know, where I think is the right direction. You have to like focus when you do. Uh, Legends of Arceus, I would just be on Star Raptor, right? Or Braviary. What? Braviary, yeah. Braviary, yep. and I'm just like flying around half paying attention, like yeah, man. no consequences. Uh, dude, Basket Legion, probably one of the most so fun mounts I've ever played on in any yeah. game, period. It's just, ah, uh, was he at the double jump? Yeah, they're yes. giving a double jump. Like, who the are slow-mo. these people? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yep. it's so good. It's so, so, so good. So good. I, it it's... felt like Pokemon Snap or like at one point because you literally not snap but you know what i mean like you're like just jumping in the air like slow-mo chucking yeah, balls like, like okay i know i felt like, i felt like i was buddy the elf in that scene where he's doing the snowball fight and just matrix dodging everyone whipping him in the face yep it's so good when it comes yeah. to the uh comparison between the two actually yeah I, obviously i've not finished with the entire series yet. Oh, right 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 um but it's funny because i've seen some people tell me that they don't even want to either watch the series that I'm making of the comparison or they just like kind of preemptively answer it before even watching it saying like, oh, uh, Breath of the Wild wins hands down. And like, this isn't even a fair comparison. Or um... some people say that the games are very different. I'm really shocked, honestly, because if you watch the video, I think that I make really compelling points to the fact that the games are very much comparable to each other, especially they since are. Legends got a lot of inspiration from Breath of the Wild. Totally. And because, um, if you look at the categories that I'm going over, Legends actually gives a Breath of the Wild run for its money on a lot of those categories. It, so it's it, really it not a demolition of any sort. It, it really does. And because I'm not going to lie, I, when I saw the video, I was like, oh, well, I mean, this is just going to be the slaughtering of Pokemon. And then you start making your points. And I thought to myself, oh, OK, no, I'm I'm part of the problem right now. Like, no, like, <laughs> he's, it is a lot closer than I give. Pokemon credit. Um, I think the reason that is, is because people don't really break it down into the categories. And right. Totally. Because we're breaking it down into categories, you get a more nuanced view of what each game does. That's so great. <laughs> if that makes sense. No. Yes, and it does. Obviously, one is going to be objectively better than the other. Right. Yes. Um, and <laughs> I don't want to spoil what the no, final verdict is, don't. but you know, one of them is going to be objectively better than the other and no one's going to be able to deny that. But I did want to make a point that if you look at the categories, there's a lot to compare and mm -hmm. it's really not people overblow certain games a lot. And it's because they don't categorize all the different totally. aspects yeah. and breath of the wild is one of those games. Yeah. I, totally. could, I could talk crap about breath of the wild for days. Oh, there's and I can too. that I didn't like about and it. As someone who's currently replaying it, I can too. Again, probably my like second favorite game of all time, maybe below Witcher or God of War. It. Yes, I know what I said. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, just, I said what I said. I know first, what I said. I know, but the first time I was like, you know what? It's not going to happen again. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> then, but I was like, if he says it again, though, I'm calling him out. No, it's 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 the bit. 
But like for real, I think maybe God of War might I might like more than Breath of the Wild just because that's just an all around perfect game. Mm-hmm. But I just there's something about Breath of the Wild that's really magical, and I think Zelda really needed that. Yeah, and I can't wait for Breath of the Wild too. I don't know if I have the strength to wait another year. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll be fine. There's so much to do <laughs> even in Breath of the Wild, even still. And then oh, plenty of other really good games coming out, which we could go through a list in a second. But Dude, uh, I also want to reiterate the um, that with Breath of the Wild, it, it may not be my favorite game of all time or anything, and mm-hmm. it might not be yours either, right? But there's no denying that it's probably one of the best games ever made. Oh, yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. It's astonishing. Yeah. Like, I definitely don't like it more than other 3D Zeldas. Like, I like Twilight Princess way more personally because that's mm-hmm. just more my style. Mm-hmm. I even like the Bayonetta franchise more, just like you like God of War more yeah, than Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And I also played Breath of the Wild right after playing Nier Automata. So it felt very slow and sluggish in comparison. Yeah. So, like, one of these days I'm going like to play Nier. It's on I know, my, it's I been need on to my do list. as well. And Zach loves uh, Twilight Princess. <laughs> yeah, great games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't listen joke. to our Zelda episode, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah, I will say this. <laughs> I did Breath- listen to the Zelda okay, episode. Exactly. So yeah, it's exactly. too late. Yeah, yeah Breath Twilight of the Wild Prince. is the only 3D Zelda that I actually like. I think Twilight Princess is, well, mm, no, false. Wind Waker is the second best, then Twilight Princess. Uh, mm, no, then Majora's Mask, then Twilight, then. <laughs> It's you've said this multiple times that it is your least favorite. Actually, it's no. probably above Skyward Sword, but oh, oh, yeah, you think Skyward Sword is my <laughs> least favorite Zelda game. Wait, period. did you play through all of Skyward Sword though? Oh, I did on the Wii, and I okay. was so here's the thing it sucks because Skyward Sword has my favorite story, but mm-hmm. it just actually getting through the game is just so brutal yeah at the first for me what i always explain to people is that the second half of the game is truly magical and probably some of the best of zelda yeah if the set if the whole game had been just like the second half of skyward sword it would probably be ranked above twilight princess for me um unfortunately the first half of skyward sword is so sluggish it's not until you start revisiting the areas yeah. that it actually gets good in my opinion yeah for me and then (laughs) the actual like swinging the sword like I don't know why they doubled oh. down on the like. I just oh, I and love. I know it. some, and I see, but and I think <laughs> there's two types of people in well, the world. <laughs> but also, I yeah, there really is. There's the type of people who really enjoyed it, and there's the type of people like me who just, for whatever reason, I just did not click. And I I did it. I went through it just to say that I did it and to get to the end. And like I said, it has my favorite Zelda story of all time i think the forging of the master sword and the whole curse and all that is brilliant i hated playing the game mm. i just hated you like that story more than majora's mask yep wow, wow. there's two kinds of people in this I world know it, it, <laughs> yeah, i know yeah i know of gamers <laughs> i know you like, like the motion controls with the sword or you hate them yeah but hey I mean, at least we can respect each other well <laughs> yeah I mean, each other's opinion well here's the thing i like no shame to people who like twilight princess i honestly wish i could like that game i just there's just something of, like it's fine i just don't think it's the best thing since sliced bread you know what i mean yeah I don't, of course i don't think I anybody's it. claiming it is well no well no you guys no, definitely are but i know some people who like tooth and nail twilight princess is the best and you're stupid if you think otherwise and i'm like ah come uh, on don't, don't and anyone who uh tries to say that their opinion is more valid than other people well, yeah i never listened to them to begin with yeah that. um I like it should it. just be ignored. <laughs> yeah, yes. I like it because it's like, what if the Legend of Zelda series was goth for one time? Yes. And you're like, hell yeah. <laughs> and then, it was no, dark. It, I loved it. Yeah. Yes. No, I I like a lot of the concepts of it, 
I just, I, I think, and I think again, for me, it's a lot of the gameplay aspects. I don't like a lot of the gameplay aspects of the 3D Zeldas. I don't like a lot of the, you're locked in wolf form and you have to do this part and you can't do anything else until mm. you do it. Yeah, Same thing with Skyward Sword. I hated the whole, like, you need to find 25 spirits and you only have five minutes to do it and you can't go do oh, anything else. <laughs> like, but like, and that's the thing that I hated about all of the 3D Zeldas. It's like, okay, well now I'm locked into doing this thing and I can't progress until I do it. Except for Breath of the Wild. Except for Breath of the Wild, exactly. So it's like, regardless if I suck at this game or not, like, okay, well, now I'm stuck. Because what if you just, like, I mean, what if you're five and you just don't have a good handle on games and great, now you're stuck as Wolf Link. Well, that was me. That's part of why I liked it, though. When I was playing Twilight Princess, I was really young and I got really intimidated at the points, especially the Wolf Link points. And -hmm. every time I got to those, it's like, dang it, now I have to do this. But that was, I don't know, growing up, that was part of the magic for me. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, for me, it just was, I think it was the, like, just too frustrating for me. Mm. I felt yeah. I viewed it as like a triumph to, you know, to overcome it. And, nice. and I felt really accomplished after because of it. And it was the same thing that. with Ocarina of Time, you know, just doing dungeons in general always scared me when I was little because mm. I, I was, <laughs> Ocarina of Time was my first video game ever that I ever played. And I was wow. like, I think maybe three, somewhere between the age of three and five mm. playing this game and the forest dungeon was probably right. Like... <laughs> I never, I mean, I never even got there when I was little because it was so hard for me, but like uh-huh. I tried anyway, you know, Love yeah, that. that was my first video game. It was that in Mario 64. Yeah, Mario yep. 64. I remember I got to the, the fort, like the forest temple and the wolfos, like the, oh, the things that yes. would like stand Scary. up and you're like, I cried like a little Scary. Bit. Yeah. I was like, so, what is this so nightmare feel? Bad. And you just hear yeah. them go, oh. And then when you transform to, you know, like uh, old link and then the town is like filled with zombies and you're like, oh, oh my God, that was terrifying. I'm not going to yes, lie, that, that might be one of the coolest reveals in gaming period is when you pull the Master Sword and then it's like, yo, you're not cool enough yet. You got to wait till you're 17 and then you just go to sleep for seven years and then you wait. <laughs> yeah. I like to this day, I think that's one of the coolest reveals ever. I just th- I like I love that idea. It was even better because at the time we didn't really have the Internet to have well, that right. spoiled for us yeah so you just you, you're playing that game because it's a fad maybe and then you get there and it's like oh, oh my wow okay. yeah oh i know my child isn't allowed access to the internet until they watch empire strikes back for the first time just so they know <laughs> like i want them to feel the feeling of just dread that like oh my god darth vader is luke's dad i want <laughs> like i want that for them i want that for them we love shock value we do we do um Going off of the Pokemon topic, because now I'm in a Zelda mood. Any <laughs> any good predictions for the next Zelda game? So what do you think? I think the recent thing that they showed when they were like, oh, we're delaying the game. But they showed us more with that one clip of like the Master Sword being broken than I think any I the know. previous, <laughs> oh, I the previous so trailer. Thoughts. I thought the previous show was actually really bad because they were <laughs> hyping us up for this game because the first trailer was so good and it was so dark and scary. Oh, I know. And I wanted that. And they put out an official statement saying, yes, this game is going to be darker than Majora's Mask, which is currently the darkest Zelda game. Oh, 100%. So <clears throat> we were all really excited for that. And we all kind of wanted to see that return to a dark Zelda sequel, especially right. playing off the same engine, kind of like Majora's Mask did for mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time back then. Mm-hmm. And then the next trailer comes out and it's all like sunshine and birds flying in the air. Say it's that. like, oh, we're taking to the sky. <laughs> it's like You're like, damn it. No, we did that already. No. <laughs> That's not dark. We're literally going up towards the heaven. 
Uh, how is this darker than Majora's Mask? But maybe they'll, maybe it's kind of like a marketing gimmick, kind of like, again, I keep hearkening back to this game, but Nier Automata had this whole marketing gimmick where they market one thing to you and then you play it, it's completely different. So maybe they're doing that with Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. Also, I'm calling the title Legend of Zelda Death of the Wild. Oh, totally. Death be the of title. the Wild. Oh. Uh, I'm going to stick with Breath of the Wild 2. Maybe we'll just. <laughs> I mean, you know what? <laughs> hey, that's classic. Yeah. I mean, they did say that they're holding off on the title because it's very spoilery for what the game is going to be. Oh, so, so not Death of the Wild. Unless so, the Wild well, is dying, and that's the point. <laughs> so I'm going with Zelda. With a Zelda, she's dead now. Okay. Okay. Because we see her fall into a dark abyss, so maybe she dies, which I would be very against. I actually want to play as Zelda in this game. Mm. Yeah, I would one. drop into a dark abyss too if I had the haircut she had. Oh, I know her <laughs> hair looked bad. When I when I interviewed Stella, we talked about the Legend of Zelda. Oh, I know. Game, so we're very very Zelda heavy recently. But <laughs> she, we both agree that it was just like I think it would be really cool if they added some capacity of playing as Zelda. Like you know, yes. maybe you have to do certain magic at some point, or you know, it's just like. Yep. Let us let us do that. I would so, love that. Let us do Have that. Have you played Spirit we, Tracks? They kind of did it. In oh, Spirit I love Spirit Tracks. Yeah, Spirit Tracks oh, good. such a good I one. Um, so I pitched the idea of okay, what if we can switch between them at will? However, Zelda is more oriented to solving the puzzles, like in dungeons, and Link is more yeah. oriented towards combat. So we give Zelda the Sheikah slate, and she has to use all of those rooms to solve the puzzles. And Link's weird robot Anakin Skywalker arm is filled with rooms that are more geared towards combat. Yeah, like Devil May Cry kind of combat. Yeah. Exactly, right. Like, But so then like having to switch between, like, you know, maybe having it almost like Lego games where it's like, okay, well, I can just like swap between the two at will. Um, so that way it's not like, oh, well, well, shoot, Zelda's all the way over across, halfway across the map. Now I got to go walk or like, you know, having, having them stick together, but, you know, it's like, okay, well, shoot like we're at this dungeon together okay well zelda why don't you go do this and then while she's solving the puzzle oh no a monster like i don't know i think that would be really cool that would be cool that would be a really fun if they could implement it definitely right it sounds complicated but i think they're aiming for complicated with this game because part of the reason they said that they were delaying it was because of some certain features that they wanted to implement and make sure that it runs well and that it's uh as, as good as it can be right yeah. So I'm excited to see why exactly it's getting delayed because it's already been a pretty Five long <laughs> development for the fact that it's actually using the same engine exactly. right. and map as, mm-hmm. as Breath of the Wild 1. Right. So I think, no, this is just my crackpot theory. They delayed it because there's so many bangers coming out this year and they were like, oh, we want to win <laughs> game of the year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm shocked that two Pokemon games are coming out this year. I know. <laughs> Before we move topics, I want everybody to give their absolute wrong takes on what do you think is going to be in the sequel. So like, for I'll start. I think that the reason why it got delayed is because they're going to move in the direction of a JRPG. You're going to have a party of people that you can micromanage. Oh, all of the all of the like new champions that you yeah. that you meet up yeah. with. I would love that. It's not going to happen, but that like I said, very far fetched. Could happen though. Wow. I got a good one, Johnny. You go because I, I got a good one. <laughs> Um, actually, I, I, I can't think of anything at the moment, so you should totally go first. Okay. Um, every single, they had to reskin every single enemy. It's going to be Tingle. They're all Tingle. 
final boss, final boss, <laughs> final boss <laughs> tingle the, the the little so you know in the trailer where he flies by and it's the it's the stone guy with all the mo- with all the monsters on top it's just one big tingle and a bunch of little tingles on top of them every every enemy is tingle now so they had to reskin everything um okay all right they delayed it because um they realized that they wanted to break the master sword and make link's arm the new master sword. <laughs> the link just got a got a sword arm. So now, yeah, and it can That's transform awesome. into into different things like a sword and a giant bazooka L- or something. Link's arm turns into a wolf, so he's got like ha- so his <laughs> arm is the wolf. It is Zelda. It, it turns into Zelda. <laughs> See, now we finally get to play as her. Uh, also, I this is like not a hot take, but like I would love for them to just not do the weapon durability. Oh, I would like, love. If, if they, what if they did it like The Witcher? I know you aren't the biggest Witcher fan. However, how they did it in The Witcher was your weapons didn't break. They just wore down. So they didn't do as much damage until you went and got them fixed. I like so that. You still have the weapon, but it's like, oh man, yeah, this gotta, one's I really dull. This one fixed. I, yeah, so I, I need to go to yeah. the blacksmith there, or like if I have smithing tools, I can do that. And I'm wondering if that's kind of maybe the direction that they're going with, with the Master Sword a little bit, where it looks like you, we're going to have to rebuild it. Yeah. Um, but like, I think that would be much better than having like, okay, you have 35 Royal Broadswords, but guess what? After you fight one fight, half of them are going to be gone. Yeah. Like, what? I, I think that's more dynamic in it. If you, yeah. uh, if you do what you said that they did in the Witcher. Well, and especially because I feel like it would fit within the, in the lore. Cause I think part of it was all oh, these weapons are breaking because the world sucks and we don't have any blacksmiths who want to like do any work and to fix it. But now the world supposedly is on the up and up because calamity yeah. and it's defeated but yeah clearly not. Mm-hmm. so we'll see and some time has passed i mean zelda cut her hair really uh, yes, badly but, so is that what shattered the master sword because we do see link cutting her hair her, with cutting the her hair hair is real strong guys <laughs> like she the... is taking supplements she's doing she's taking care of it it took keratin <laughs> all right xander oh, what, what topic did you want to move on to what is your favorite Nintendo IP besides Pokemon that you like to cover? Well, and Zelda. Sorry, we, all, those two are off the table. Oh, uh, Bayonetta for sure. Bayonetta. I didn't yeah. know that was a Nintendo. I thing. didn't realize that that was a Nintendo only one either. It wow. is now. It, it wasn't originally. It was okay. a Sega fran- a franchise that was on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, and then it eventually, um, you know, I don't know if you know the story of the sequel. But the sequel for Bayonetta 2 started development, got canceled by Sega because Sega's like, we want to focus on the games that will make us sales like Sonic. And then that failed for them in the long run. But whatever. <laughs> That's say, another yeah, story. That um, so Bayonetta got hit to the wayside until Nintendo said, hey, we actually really like Bayonetta. So we'll fund the sequel, but you have to only have it on our system. And so now it's a second party Nintendo franchise nice. because That's of that. Why she's in Super Smash. That makes sense. That's part of it, yes. Okay. Well, wait, also Minecraft. I was gonna say, Minecraft wait, is Nintendo is Nintendo Smash buying Smash. Minecraft now too? Oh my gosh. Yes. No, no. I think, but Bayonetta is a second party awesome. uh, Nintendo title now. So, and that's why the third one's also gonna be a Switch exclusive. So Sweet. that's great. Yeah. What What's yours, man? What's yours, Anna, dude? Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta come back to me on that one. All right. Um, I think mine is either I know it's cop out Mario or. I fell in love with Metroid Dread. Yes, I got okay. that. I got that game for Christmas. I so my original game of the year was Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and then I played Metroid Dread, and I was like, I take it back. 
I really? changed my mind. Metroid, you like Metroid Dread. Dread better? Oh, I haven't played God. the Guardians of the Galaxy game, but it looked. It was good. good. It, was, it was a lot of fun, but Metroid Dread, I think, I, I don't know what it was about that game, but it's oh. so tightly woven. It just, it's, it really it's is from they, start to finish. There's no dead space. There really isn't. They just, they really, they really nailed it with that no one. And I'm hoping space. that we get more. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that we get more like it. Um, me too. Me too. I'm hoping they continue the 2D franchise now because this was actually the best selling right metroid game and well, not it, yeah best selling as well but also just like in general well, just in general right because i've never really been in i've always i've tried all the other metroids and it's never been my cup of tea so what prime trilogy was, you would love i what i all right i'll have to give those to give those ones a shot if you like zelda yeah i do like zelda um but yeah like i i gave i said you know what i'll give it a shot i'll give it a shot metroid Dread, i'll give it a shot and i loved it i'm so glad that i did mm-hmm no dead space, just dread space. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I do love it. It looks space fun. Too. I watched a lot of streams of it when it Dude, came it's out. Real good. But... It looks so good on the OLED switch. Oh my mm, god, mm-hmm, that was the oh, mm-hmm. oh my god. delectable. Yeah, <laughs> I Luigi's Mansion. That's my favorite. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's my favorite. Nintendo nice. Series. I love uh, those games. Those games are just so cute. I haven't played them, but I fully plan. I have Halloween either. season playing I know Luigi's I want three I know I'm gonna get it and I'll play it with my fiance I just want to be Luigi yeah Luigi's so whimsical love that man I know he, he's a good one he's a good one <laughs> wow wow indeed um what games have you been playing other than Pokemon things um so I should look at my switch to remind myself <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've actually stopped kind of playing anything that's not on Switch. So because yeah. I just love the portability aspect. I um, go through phases where I'm either all in on my PS5 or I'm all in on my Switch. It's never both at the same time, usually. Okay. Yeah. I, I play my Switch literally like every night before bed. It's like same. My, it's yeah. my indie machine. Like I love how you pronounced it is. Hades wrong. No, I, I love Hades, <laughs> trust me. But like I play like Slay the Spire, Monster Train. What like, is Slay the Spire about? I've seen uh, I like is it one that I would like? You I have like? a very niche hyper fixation on roguelike like deck building. Oh, games. that's the that's like, the deck building I one. I love huh? deck building games i don't know not like magic the gathering or hearthstone like it needs to be like you build like a deck over a run and then that run ends and you restart it so i could talk about that for a few hours no one wants to hear it but <laughs> i i just i love slay the spire and, and monster train that's what that's what i'm playing at this point nice mm-hmm. barring multiplayer games I, I i'm about to play the stanley parable i've never played oh, that before you are in for a tree what is that about? i've I heard, heard that one. i played that when it like first came out which was like 10 years ago oh wow like a long time ago um, i think it's one of those games you don't want to say what it's about yeah it's an experience it's funny you're gonna laugh would i um, like it it's yeah do you like like it's, first person um it's like a sim did you like Puzzle-ish. Portal? I did like Portal, yeah. Okay, like I, I it's You'll not probably like, like it. Portal in that okay. sense, but like okay. you have to figure stuff out. It's yeah, I'm, yeah, so, it's kinda... I'm so hit or miss on indie games. I either I either really love it or I don't want to touch it. It's I like indies. I'm so picky about. That's like yeah. my one game but area. I just like really about. creative indie games. I'm a big yeah, fan and. and uh, the Stanley Parable is definitely that. I haven't played the. They re-released it with new content. Oh, um, yeah. So that's the one I'm gonna play because yeah, it came to Switch. Times three, crows, crows, crows. I think is the publisher. Um, and I, I'm really excited to. I actually don't even own it anymore because I had a different Steam profile back ah. then. It is a ah. game. 
Nice. And it just came out. Love hmm. that. I feel like we're in a little dry spell. Like we had so many releases at the beginning of the year. Oh, I know. Like, could like we have maybe space these out a little bit? Like now I, I finished <laughs> well, Elden Ring. I finished Tiny Tina's. I'm like, all right, what's next? Well, and like, like you and I are only streaming Lego Star Wars on Sundays yeah. and le- this past Sunday wedding, this Sunday, Mother's Day. So we're not doing Lego Star Wars for a couple of weeks. But no, I agree with you. And I think I feel like I rushed through Elden Ring because I was like, well, I got to get to Lego Star Wars. And then I rushed to Lego Star Wars because I got to get to Tiny Tina's. And not to mention Kirby. Oh, well, dude, we can play Kirby. That's true. Yeah, I've been lightly playing Kirby in the Forgotten Land a little bit, but I, I'm right now I'm kind of... Elden Ring. I've heard that it... Oh my God, Kirby yes. It's harder than Elden Ring. <laughs> yes, it is insanely difficult. Is it actually? Actually, no. I think I led you on a little too long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, well, well, let him. Well, because there's... Him there's there's someone that Zan and you and I follow on, on Twitter and his, his whole bit was about how hard Kirby was and he was saying if you beat Elden Ring like good luck with Kirby bro <laughs> yeah yeah I've seen I've seen some jokes about that for um, sure yeah no I think I, I think Kirby's gonna be my next my next one I'm, I'm playing through master mode on Breath of the Wild for the first time and I just tried doing the trial of the sword last night and wow I was like you know what I don't even need this I don't even need the fully powered up master because I'm only going to use it in the castle and it's fully powered up anyway so forget this Hey, for all the listeners at home, what does master mode do? So master mode, so all of the enemies are leveled up. So in any spot where there was red bacoblins, it's now blue bacoblins, blue bacoblins, black, black, silver, silver, gold. So basically there's no like red bacoblins anymore. So all the enemies are at least 75 hits or, or more. Okay. And all the enemies can regain health. There's more to it than that. There's oh, a lot more so, to it than that. Yes. Yeah. Um, They've changed also... a few ways that the NPCs or the uh, enemies like do things like they will yes. do tricks. They like uh, they'll float themselves up on a platform with, uh, with like, like octo, octo balloons. With, with octo oh, balloons. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's they, like a bunch like of floating platforms around. Smart now. They know how items work. Yes. yes. And, yeah. and they, they have use the physics and chemistry. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. they have crazy weapons too. Um, I just yesterday I went by a platform and a Bacoblin had a freaking like silver Lionel bow. I was like what is that? Did you kill a lion? Well, and I'm like, well, uh, yeah, honestly, yeah. So, um, so I, I feel like it, it does. It adds enough, and that's also like goes for the shrines too. I went into a shrine and I got completely wrecked by two super guardians that were just messing up my day, and all I had was like a stick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I enjoy the challenge. Though. I feel like it got a little bit easier once I pulled the master sword, and I had enough hearts to kind of survive more than two encounters. Yeah, I think the game is set up that way in general, even for the normal version of yes. playing through it. Yes. Uh, I remember feeling like it was actually really hard at the beginning and then oh, yeah. it just never felt hard again. Yeah. After I, a certain I, point. I felt, yeah, I feel like that's kind of one of the things that threw me off of it is like, I loved how I had to be so careful with my resources. Like I was like, oh, I got to make some food. Like, and then now I'm just like, I have like a two, like a whole page of food, you know? And it's just yeah. like, I feel like the stakes were a lot lower yes yeah as you progress it gets easier yeah now johnny are you gonna play tiny tina's because you should it's a good time um probably i've never heard of it until now uh however yeah you're recommending it it's 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 a it's an experience it's can you explain yeah it's so it's like it's a borderlands game basically um, they had a really popular DLC, which was something Tiny Tina's Keep. I don't know. But it was a DLC where you basically are playing in a 
they call it bunkers and badasses, but it's Dungeons and Dragons. So you play as like a D&D character. So the customization is crazy. It's like really inclusive with like the way that you set up your character. So they don't have male or female. They have it's just this, this, or, that. this or that. I love it. And, <laughs> you know, like total customizations, like you pick your pronouns, which I think is super cool. I love it. Yeah. Um, so even if you wanted to present like a different way, but you wanted people to address you and you can pick all your voices, but it's basically like a looter shooter. Um, and they have Will Arnett, do as the bad guy um andy sandberg and wanda sykes play as your companion so you know all the dialogue is like that you are in a DD game basically and yep. those are your two teammates and ashley birch is she plays the dm ashley birch for those of you who don't know is the voice of aloy from horizon uh zero dawn and forbidden west oh that's cool yeah um but yeah, like if you're a fan of DD, you're gonna there's a lot of it's just fantasy in general. There's a lot of in jokes. Um, I was I went up, I was in a dungeon a couple of days ago, and there was they walked by something and it said, and the puzzle says, speak friend and enter. And for those of you that don't know, that's a big Lord of the Rings meme where they get stuck in front of the door because Gandalf is trying to figure out the riddle. And Frodo's like, Hey, you idiot, just say friend and elvish. <laughs> um, but so I, I laughed hard at that one. There's just there's a lot of good like fantasy tropes that they really poke fun at um but yeah it is it's such a good time it's such a good time sounds like yeah if you played the borderland games you'll like this one and it wasn't like super long so that's one of the things that can like really break a game for me is like if i'm like okay like elden ring i was at my limit by the end of it like i'm like 90 <laughs> hours in and i'm like this is no longer became fun. This is now I'm doing this for my own ego. I'm, I'm doing this so I can finish and prove to everyone I am a real gamer. Oh yeah, I did not. I am not Elden Lord. I I, I will self self given title Elden Squire. Never Elden Lord though. I it could not be me. Wow. That's what that's what scares me about the near games because I'm like I. I've, oh, yeah. I've heard one of, I listened to a different video game <laughs> podcast called the besties. And one of the people on the besties are like, is a diehard near fan. Like every time they're like, well, what game are we going to play next? And he's like, well, we're all going to have to play near. Um, but they all like, they're all like, I, I don't want to invest that much time because <laughs> you can do like, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can do the full story and then you can do the story again <laughs> as a different character immediately after. No, actually. Oh, okay. It's, oh yeah. It's not like that. It's a, um, this is how I word it. I think it's phrased really badly by not only official statements, but also the way a lot of people describe it. Uh, the way I say it is the game, at least Nier Automata, I haven't played the original Nier remake yet, um, but Nier Automata presents its story in three, I want to say three stories is how I usually word it. So you play through story number one, and that one feels kind of like a uh, about the length you'd expect from a hack and slash game, like 15 hours, right? Um, and then you play it again, and it is a different story. It presents as the same uh, on the surface level, but as you progress through it, you realize it's not. And that's part of what makes it uh, have, have its impact. And that one maybe lasts about 10 hours, and that's probably the weakest of the three. Oh. And then the third story is completely different. And that's the true game is actually the third story. So that's what you want to play to get to is the third and final story of Nier Automata. And that one's another 15 hours, just like the first story. So it's about a 35 to 40 hour game in total. You can probably do it before that if you don't do side quests, but I highly recommend doing side quests because it makes things have more impact. And the thing is that 
I don't want to spoil anything. So I, I can't, the thing is with the game, you can't spoil it before someone plays it or else yeah. it's all nullified. Uh, and, but it has a really important message for the player and it breaks boundaries of gaming and media and media in general that I've never seen any other game do. So I can't, again, I and your friend, we can't spoil that for you because it loses its impact, but I can, I think a safe way to explain it to you, to allure you to it is that uh, it, it breaks boundaries of media by using that. the video game uh, medium in a way that no other video game has ever used it for ever. And it's really impactful. The story is going to gut wrench you. You're going to cry. There was one part that I played through. And yes, this was in the final story that was so, <laughs> to me, it was very depressing. It was so de- utterly depressing, but it was so good but it was so depressing that I had to put down the game for about a week or two before picking it back up because it really made me just like contemplate the game. I'm sure people have told you the game is very existential. It makes you think about life in a very robust way. So yeah, that's why you should play Nier Automata. I have not played the original Nier yet, nor have I played the remake, but I'm going to play the remake sometime soon. Mm -hmm especially now since I'm waiting for Bayonetta 3 to release and I don't know what the release date is. So I may as well just go ahead and play the Nier remake. Uh, right. But I, I've heard that it's maybe not as good as Nier Automata, but almost just as good. So I would love to experience that as well. You don't have to twist my arm. All right. I was just going to say, it. all right, all right, I'll play it. I'll we can even it. do an episode on it if we both decide. Because I, I listened to the soundtrack. That's the thing. Oh, I've heard, I've heard like, the soundtrack. I, I was told I that the music it. was very good. So I literally like have this down soundtrack on my phone. The soundtrack's amazing. And it has even more, um, you know, it, when you see it in context, yeah. it, it's going to, you're going to feel it a lot more, even more. That would, right. be a good, that would be a good idea because that it just came out like in a time where like I wasn't playing that many video games. Yeah. And it, yeah. Kinda, it definitely like flew under my radar, but I'm excited. It wasn't released in a good time. It released right at the same time as Persona 5 and also Horizon Zero Dawn and also oh, so Breath of the Breath, Wild. <laughs> Breath of, well, Breath, yeah, yeah, you're right. Breath of the Wild released around the same time and Final Fantasy 15 released at the same yeah. time. Oh, what wow. a good so time. Most, so most Square Enix fans played Final Fantasy 15 instead yeah. and stayed on that. Most JRPG fans play Persona 5 instead and stayed on that. And then most like RPG people just like, yeah, just wanting an adventure played Breath of the Wild instead or Horizon Zero Dawn for yeah. its open world and you know, things right. like that. Well, we're calling yeah. it now. We're going to do a near episode. Yeah, we we'll, wait we'll, till... we'll have to have you back on for that one. Yeah, <laughs> Perfect. We're, we're, yeah we'll play Happily. it. Yeah, we'll play it. Um, I'll probably within the next two months, I'm going to start it because we have a special episode next week. We do. We, we got a good one coming to you guys we, next we're week. We're doing Ooh. interviews every other week now to yeah. kind of give us a little bit of creative control on the the, the episodes so. yes awesome um, it looks like our time is coming to an end johnny we appreciate you coming out here thank though. you so much dude we really appreciate it yeah thank you this was loads of fun and yeah just thank you so much and you know if you have anything that you would like to plug or like if you know you have that new series that we were talking about so if anybody's listening we're gonna have johnny uh johnny's youtube linked in the comments below if you want to go check out that new series Awesome. Yeah. Johto Johnny, no H in the Johnny, just H in the Johto. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Give us out. Bye.